I'd like to welcome you to the last podcast of the year 2023. And we'll be going and getting ready to go into next year. Brothers and sisters, I hope that you stay with me. I appreciate you. But I plan to do something new next year. I want to have you as my listeners sometime to come in possibly or have more guests that are going to be on with me. And they're going to be able to tell stories of their, of their, uh, how can I best put this, of their rewards in following Christ how they recognize that God brought them out of whatever turmoil or situation or circumstance that they happened to be in and didn't think that they would be able to make it out on their own. And by the way, they really didn't make it out on their own. They made it out by the help of God. But we're going to try to do something a little different. And in doing that, this being the new year, I want to talk to you about New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I know it seems kind of strange because we make New Year's resolutions at the beginning of New Year's. Sometimes we make them over a toast of champagne or sparkling grape juice or whatever it is you want to drink. And we make resolutions that way or we're doing it in the, in the moment of thinking and saying some are spiritual and some are just plain physical. Some of them are, I want to go to church more, I want to read my Bible more. But I have a few things that I want to share with you. And maybe some, some Bible scriptures that would possibly help you. Let, let, let me say this. I believe, and this is strictly my opinion, that New Year's resolutions, the Bible doesn't say one thing for it or against it. Just like the origin of New Year's resolutions. This has been about, you know, some maybe even 3,000 years ago before during the Babylonian times, you know, they they had New Year's resolutions. People would always say what they want to do for New Year's, how they want to be better, whether it's physical or spiritual, you know, but most of the times they're physical. Some are spiritual, especially Christian people. They make spiritual resolutions. You know, like I said, they want to read their Bible more. They want to do, uh, they want to treat people better. They want to come to Sunday school. They want to do all those type of things, serve better, give better, do better, you know, treat people better. That should be something for everybody. But we make all types of resolutions. But the thing that lays me out about them is before January 31st, there's a great possibility that you've already broken those resolutions. The biggest resolution I know that we make sometimes and break is I'm going to the gym. But then that's in the middle of winter. And sometimes winter days stop you from going to the gym. And you what you want to get right for for the the spring or whatever. What are the motives behind some of our resolutions? I'm gonna tell you this. I think that I have found and I'm not gonna be with you long today. I think that I have found the solution for people to make a resolution that they can't break and would help them not break any others. I believe that this is possible. There's a scripture and I want you to work and get this. You can look it up. 
Google it. You Google everything else. I want you to Google. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things will be given to you. He will take care of everything that you need. There's another one. And it says, uh, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. My brothers and sisters, I know I'm not, like I say before, I'll say it all the time. I'm not trying to get you to think like me. I'm not trying to make you a holy role. I just want you to think. And sometimes when something positive is placed into our psyche, we have the tendency to, to look at it a little bit, to, just to think about it. And if you are in Christ, and Christ is in you, and you ask him for certain things, he takes care of all your needs. I mean, everybody that's listening to this has some sort of device right now that you're listening to me on. God has made that possible. I mean, the bill must be paid. I guess you're paying the bill, you're still listening to it, you can hear it. There are some other things that's going on in your life, true enough. I mean, I don't know what your situation is. Neither do you know what mine is, but I'm still able to do what I do. I'm not getting paid for this. I'm just just saying. And my thing is to help somebody else, possibly to bring them out of something they're in because I know God will make a way. It's a funny thing. I've mentioned it before in a podcast that my father, when I was a child, I used to hear him. You know, we would be in the bed. We were supposed to be asleep, but him and my mom were up. And I could hear my father crying, and he'd be saying to my to my mom, "Baby, I made it, I made it." And I understand now. I didn't understand it then because I used to really laugh at it. You know, I I see him, and I've never seen my father really cry or express any type of real emotion like that. You know, don't get me wrong. He loved us to death. You know what I mean? He really loved us. He loved us so much he wasn't afraid to put the discipline on us. You know, because it would make us better yeah that's what that's what that's what they told us you know and it did it it did help me it kept me from the penitentiary so it did something good but but he used to say baby i made it i made it and i understand it now with all the things that's going on in in this world today and in our lives you know all the stresses that we go through i come to understand that you can have no pleasure without some things that are unpleasurable. You know, we can have no 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 joy unless we have some things that are are sad in our lives. We can't have any any we can't have any successes without some failures. I mean, players in the game of life, my brothers and sisters, you've gone through some some of us are still going through some and those of us who haven't or those of you who haven't been through anything I'm, my thing for you is just keep on living you're going to find out what it is and you're going to find out what life is but I'm telling you with Christ Jesus on your side you can make it through anything he says he'll never leave you or forsake you like I say again I'm not trying to make you think like me I don't even want you to to, to I would love for you to believe like I believe, maybe even better than me. Yes, better than me. My desire is that everybody comes to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and knows 
what the benefits are. The Bible says, I set before you this day life and death, or cursing and blessing, life and death, but choose life. Man, I'm telling you, it is so much better to choose life than to choose the, the other. And when I'm talking about life and death, I'm not talking about your physical body dying. I'm talking about being in this world, on this earth, without being in the presence of God. Without God in your life, without him there, we're subject to go through all this mess that we go through without him. Therefore, we have no comforter. When Jesus left and left the earth, he said, before he left, he said, I will send you another comforter. And that word another makes me think about he was a comforter for us. He went through everything that we can go through. He was talked about. We talked about him. He was lied on. You ever been lied on? But he made it. He was 100% man and 100% God. He had the Father in his life. He did the things that his Father asked him to do. He didn't make him do anything. He asked him to do it. There was a time that Jesus didn't want to go to the cross. And he said, is there any other way? And then he came to himself and he said, not my will, but let thy will be done. My brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, when we have a Christ-centered life, things can go a lot better for us. Now, I'm not saying for one minute that you won't have trials and tribulations. I'm not saying that things are, are going to always be just all right for you. I'm not saying people are going to treat you better. In fact, sometimes people may treat you worse, but it won't bother you as much as it bothers you now. You know, you'll be able to, to, to get off of it. It'll, it'll be like water on a duck's back. Yeah, you might get a little wet, but it won't affect you like it would affect you if you didn't have him in your life. You wouldn't take chances and do certain things that would cause you some unnecessary problems. You become a responder and not a, a reactor. Responding causes us to think before we make our decision to go through with something. I know some of us right now wish, I, wish they could have been a responder in certain situations. But they made us stronger. I know it made me stronger. And it also tested me to see and to know that God really is there. When I tried to do things my own way, it never did work. I made some resolutions and broke them. But the resolution that I have never broken, I've fallen short a couple of times, is to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all those other things would be added unto me. All those other things, yes, I want, you know, I, I want better health. You know, well, if you're doing it the way that God wants you to do it, your health could possibly be better. You know, I don't know. But what, what if I'm right? What if I'm right? My brothers and sisters, next year is going to be a better year for everybody. And guess what? It doesn't even make any difference who the president is. Because the president of the United States is not the boss of me. I know his boss. I know who makes him. Yes, he still can make some things and do some things that upset me. But if God is still in control, and I believe he, in fact, I know he is, then everything's going to be all right. Uh, we had presidents in the office before, but I ain't never been hungry. 
I've always had a roof over my head. And sometimes when things happened that was catastrophic or dangerous or whatever, it was because I tried to do things my own way. This year, instead of making a resolution to, to not to eat so much German chocolate cake and lose some weight, seek God first. Seek Him first, and He'll make sure that you are able to, to, to maintain your health. Because He knows that the body that we're in is His temple. It's where He dwells. And I don't think God lives in the slums. I'm not calling anybody slumomatic. I made up a word. But I know good and well that he wants his house kept and kept right. So try it. Just try it. And I bless it. Hoping every, well, I hope and pray that everybody have a blessed and a happy new year. You know, don't let anybody stress you out. In fact, I've heard it once before said, so this is not an original, but uh, it, was a, it was a little thing said about a man who put this on his answering service. He said, I'm, this is the new year and I'm changing things. If I don't return your call, you are one of those changes. You don't have to be so mean and so rough with it, but things that, you, that, that, that don't help you in your life, or people that you can't help. Sometimes people are put in your life for you to help. So you can't really be hard on them like that. But, you know, I'm human too. Some things we do have to let go. And I don't know what it is I have to let go this year yet. But I'm quite sure there are some things that I'm going to have to change. We all going to have to change. Sometimes we have to let things go that aren't really productive for us and cut them loose. What are you going to cut loose? come 2024. God bless you and have a blessed one. Talk to you later. Hope to be talking to some of you over the phone. Oh, and don't forget, I would love for you all to, to just keep in touch with me. And if you want to be a guest by telephone, remember, players in the game of life at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Later.